Good morning, everybody. Hey, it is Thursday. It is Jobs Day on February 24th. However, that's going to take a back seat to what's happening right now around the world. We've seen Russia invade the Ukraine, which is putting a lot of lot of pressure on the uh, on the futures this morning as we get ready to start. Massive red ink. We've got the uh, NASDAQ actually in bear market territory now, and the other two indexes definitely in correction mode. So we'll talk about that more when Dave joins us here in just a few moments. Hey, remember, you can connect with us in many a way. You can follow us on Facebook. You can also follow us on LinkedIn. You can follow us on the radio every day of the week somewhere, someplace. Um, and, and here's a list of where you can find us. Uh, but remember, before Dave joins us, folks, this even makes us more aware of what risk can do to your portfolio. We need to make sure that the risk you have in your portfolio matches up with how much risk you can handle. And the issue is, is where are we at in, in the retirement roadmap? Are we getting close to retirement? Are we already retired? These things play an important role. Hey, give us a call, 863 382 0037 to walk through our core retirement design where we can help you design the retirement you always dreamed of. Again, 863-382-0037. We got Dave coming up next. Point seven one. You leave there in morning, Dave, here. It's 841 now, 19 before 9. As far as finances are concerned, if you like yesterday... You're going to love today because the commodities are going crazy up and the stocks are going crazy down. Can't imagine why. It might have had something to do with the Ukraine. Let's check in with Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services, who's on the phone and is kind of looking at everything with cross eyes as well. Good morning, Philip. How are you? Good morning, Dave. Hey, you know what? Uh, when you wake up to shots being fired and uh, and the market tanking, after after a rough day yesterday, I mean, we were down substantially yesterday, but you add almost probably double that today right now. Uh, oh, definitely good. not yeah. good. Oh, no. Yesterday, I mean, yesterday the Dow was down 465 points. Standard & Poor's was down 79. And NASDAQ, I think at 2.5% down, it got into a bear market territory yesterday by just a tinch. But uh, we don't need to do the math because... Things are there. If it if it ain't nailed down this morning, they're selling it in pre market trading. I mean, down eight hundred and forty six points on my last tick on the uh, Dow. That's one of the worst days we've had in a long time, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. I haven't seen anything to tell me um, at what point, how far down that is, but uh, definitely is uh, is down. Oh, gosh, yeah. I'm looking right now, I'm looking at uh, the indexes down on my delayed quotes, down 2.5%. Standard & Poor's down 2.7%. And I was saying that we don't even need to do the math on NASDAQ because it's showing down by almost 3.5% this morning. On the other side of the fence, investors are saying, hey, we better get into something safe. So they're buying bonds like chiclets, and it looks like the commodities like gold and silver are going crazy this morning as well. We just want to go someplace where we're halfway safe, don't we? Well, it seems to be the case, Dave. You know, they're they're definitely flying to safety. You're right. The um, the ten year Treasury is the yields dropping substantially, um, and when when we expect interest rates to go up, so 
But that just shows us that there is definitely a flight to safety and given that uh, silver, gold, and, uh, and interest rates all go in kind of the same direction, it, it does tend to, to lead that way. Oh, yeah. The flight to safety on the bonds is amazing. The 10-year Treasury bonds a couple of minutes ago were down 11.4 basis points. I mean, we kind of go where there's a five basis point change in them. We say that's a major change. So, I mean, they're going to federal bonds and just buying them like chiclets at the moment. I wonder, and this is completely tangential to what's really happening in the world, but I wonder with the yield on federal bonds being that low, if they stay trending downward as the flight to safety continues, What's the Fed going to do next month when they want to start raising rates? Well, I did see a headline that said that this could complicate their um, their decision making process. Uh, yeah, because they're going to have to weigh they're going to have to weigh all this in as part of their process of deciding what to do. Yeah, if I were on that committee right now and I was looking at a meeting over the next three weeks, which they are. Uh, you got to say, okay, as upsetting as the world is right now, is this really the time that we're going to take a jackhammer after the money supply? And while we need to do it, uh, this would not be a really good time to make any major sea change on our interest rates. No, you're right. It, it really wouldn't. Um, but, yeah, no big moves anyway. I mean, some slight moves maybe would help. Uh, but uh, any huge moves is definitely would be, uh, I think, detrimental. I suspect the quarter point range is much more in play now than it was even 48 hours ago. What gets everybody out there, there were bomb alert sirens going out in Kiev in the Ukraine, and the Russians actually crossed the border from both the north and from the east overnight. So we have an active shooting war going over in the Ukraine, and uh, the reaction from investors worldwide, and uh, maybe even more cartoonishly, uh, reactive on our side of the pond than in Europe was to start selling like absolute crazy. And the question becomes, how long are we going to sell? Because we're now officially in a bear market on NASDAQ. We're bumping our nose on bear market status on the Standard & Poor's, and the Dow is now solidly into correction phase. Uh, I guess the question becomes, you and I were both saying we kind of thought we had a shooting war in Ukraine priced in already after the declines we've had for the last few days. That's obviously not the case. Well, I guess when real bullets start flying, people get a different opinion. Uh, evidently. <laughs> uh, first word when I called you this morning was, I'll bet nobody cares about the fact that the uh, gross domestic product in the fourth quarter got revised upward to 7%. That's really good news. And the jobless claims were even lower than expected. So, I mean, if, if this were a vacuum and we weren't shooting at people over in the Ukraine area, We'd be saying this is a pretty darn good day to start out with, wouldn't we? We would. And I think based on the numbers we're seeing here, we might even see the futures going positive. But, but the Ukraine and Russia, that definitely is tainting uh, what we're seeing this morning. Absolutely. And when we get to oil, you'll see the panic level actually, because that's the one the commodity that we don't really want to see go up. Uh, there is a bunch of uh, earning reports that came out today, and at least one of them is not going to help the NASDAQ one tiny little bit. eBay's in a world of hurt right now all of a sudden, aren't they? Well, you know, eBay, they, they're, it's a mixed boat, Dave, because they actually beat on earnings uh, by about six cents a share. Uh, how oh. Yeah, revenue. Yeah, see, you just saw the price declining and thought it was a bad report, didn't you? Well, I saw. I, I thought I saw a <laughs> revenue miss, but I know their guidance was not good because they were saying that That's they're not right. looking at a 
good future right now. Yeah, that, that's exactly. Their, their, their revenue was basically in line with what everybody thought it should be. Um, but you're right. They're, they're getting beat up because their forecast was weaker than expected for the quarter. And, and so that's hurting them this morning. And they're down 9%. And, and you got to wonder, you know, with all the numbers we look at this morning, how much is really tainted uh, based on what's happening just in general, the market versus how much is is based on the actual numbers that they're reporting? Because I, I got to tell you, Dave, I, I don't see any even even companies that beat substantially are uh, are in the red this morning, no matter what, um, what we look yeah, at. I'm looking at. I'm looking at my pre-trading list, and of the uh, top five gainers, I think three of them are oil prospecting companies based upon the price of oil going up. So every reaction is going to be cartoonishly exaggerated from what it normally would. Absolutely. I mean, i got things like Live Nation. You know, they're the, the people that promote live events. Um, they had better than expected revenue. They had, uh, you know, decent earnings. They've come out and said, basically, we've already sold 45 million tickets for 2022 at even higher prices than what they have been before. So, I mean, all good news, but yet they're trading down one and a quarter percent this morning. They were actually up first thing this morning, but they have uh, have trended down now. Um, you got places like SeaWorld that that, I mean, just crushed it. Uh, they were expected to make 29 cents a share. They made 92 cents a share. Wow. Revenue was ahead. Um, their revenue actually um, more than doubled from a year ago. So, uh, you know, a lot of good news in, in, out there. But but because of what's happening, they're getting beat up this morning. I mean, SeaWorld's down 2.8%. <laughs> yeah. You know, so what do you do? Um, and then, of course, you've got some that are getting crushed because they should be getting crushed, um, like Gannett. Right, the publisher of USA Today, mm-hmm. they had a wider than expected loss. Um, they they were below on revenue. Uh, they expect revenue to fall this year. They they didn't have any good news, and uh, and they're showing it this morning. They're down twelve and a half percent this morning. It just ain't a good day on the stock markets, is it? It it really isn't. I mean, and then we do have some bad news out there. I mean, like Alibaba, right? I mean, that's China's based e-commerce company, the giant in the in the room. Um, and they've reported slower growth, the slowest growth they've ever seen in a quarter um, since they went public in 2014. Sales were below expectations. Um, their earnings did beat, but they had a lot of, of other bad news. And so they're down six and a half percent this morning. Oh, geez. Well, I mentioned, yeah, I look at the pre-market and I go down the list. What have I got for big gainers so far pre-market? Marathon Oil Company, they're up 5.5%. Gosh, they're a prospecting company. Northrop Grumman, big defense contractor, well, they're up. Can't imagine why a defense yeah. contractor would be up during a war. Uh, Occidental Petroleum, ConocoPhillips, Devon Energy, all pro- energy prospecting companies, and uh, they're all up, and everything else is showing red ink on my big winner and loser list this morning. Yeah, I mean, and, and I'm, a, I'm, I'm trying to see. Uh, my big loser today, big loser today is Wayfair. So Uh-oh. Wayfair reported they had a wider-than-expected loss, um, and so that was not good. They were they had double-digit decline in their international sales. Um, that's not good. 
So they're actually trading down. They're getting close to 20%, a little over 19.5% right now. It'll be a new 52-week low for them at $97.50 right now. Geez, and they were hot in the last quarter, if I remember correctly, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just all over. I mean, travel companies are all down eight. I mean, I got, you know, booking holdings down 9%. Hertz down almost 9%. Papa John's down 11%, even though they had a great quarter. Norwegian down seven and a quarter. So oh, yeah, it's, Royal, it's, it's just going to be a rough day. Down well over six and seven percent, too. It's just going to be one of those days. Uh, resetting the table for the morning. It was a down day yesterday, and then we started shooting over in Ukraine. At least the other guys started shooting at each other. And uh, we're not looking good this morning. Let's quantify it. 45 minutes before the open. What does it look like right now? So I will say this, Dave. We are seeing an improvement. Though an improvement doesn't mean a whole lot this morning, right? So, so we actually have the Dow Jones 30 down $742 right now, which is better than the 840, 850 I saw earlier. Um, so that puts it down two and a quarter percent. Uh, the SP 500 is down 95, it's down two and a quarter percent. And the NASDAQ has made some improvement. It's only down 371 points now instead of the four something I saw earlier this morning, which is down 2.76%. So, um, you know, everything's kind of the same, same, same range there. Uh, the question is, dead cat bounce or an overreaction? <laughs> that's right. You don't know. We won't know till the end of the day. On the yeah. commodity side, as we have uh, it kind of inferred this morning, silver's up 3.3% over 25 to $25.38 an ounce. We've got gold up 2.6% at $1,960 an ounce. And as you have talked about, oil is not quite to 100. It's it's about 50 cents away, but it's at 8% at $99.53 a barrel right now. We will see 100 probably by the end of the day, the way things are going, and I'm not happy to report that. Overseas markets are pretty much the way it's been. The closer you are to, to Ukraine, the lower your stock market is. Asian markets ended up slipping pretty evenly overnight at the close. The Hong Kong market was down 3%, but the rest of them were down about one5 to 2 Europe, on the other hand, is selling off. And almost worse than we are, France and Germany are down by over 4%. Great Britain is down by 3% midway through their trading day. Part of that is they're closer to Ukraine. Part of it is they're watching us and going, oh, geez. It's not a fun day. And if you day trade your, day, your IRA, you're looking at this and going, well, I guess I'm going to work a few more years. Don't do that stuff. How do I find Philip Statler to stabilize things? Yeah, it is. It's been a rough year so far since January 1st. And we continue to, to kind of float around there. But, you know, that's why we developed the core retirement design so that we can help folks design the retirement they have always dreamed of, no matter what happens in the geopolitical world, in the markets, with inflation, you know, having the right amount of risk is so important. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to make sure you're in the right place for the times we're in right now. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730 and 95.3 FM. And you're back here again tomorrow morning, Philip. Thank you so much. We'll see you then. All right, man. You have a great one. Thank you. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Are you new? Hey, folks, again, remember, if you are getting close to retirement, what does that mean? Five years. 
If you're five years out from retirement, definitely, definitely, you need to walk through our core retirement design to make sure that you are on track for the retirement you always dreamed of. Give us a call, 863-382-0037. Hey, until tomorrow, have a great day.